Welcome everybody to episode 8 of Destiny Down Under. It's been a while since we have recorded, but we are back fresh off our Store Champ season. As always, uh, I'm Clint, I've got Blake and Jacob with me. How are you guys doing after Store Champs? Yep, going very well. Very excited to be podcasting again. It has been a very long time. Yeah, I feel like it's been ages. It's well yep. past our four <laughs> weeks. Everything we do, though, it takes longer than it should. You know, our, our podcasts go more. Our four weeks take longer. Well, last time last time we had uh, Bobby Sapphire on, and that was, I think that was just before Store Champs started. Holy so Store crap. Champs has probably been going on for, what, six to eight weeks now? Yeah. 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 The, anyway. It definitely feels like it's been going on for a while, to be honest. We're back. We're back. We're back, yeah. ready to go. Should Nats we talk about store champs? Yeah, let's let's jump straight into store champs. because yeah. we were busy, right? Obviously, we, we didn't do this. We were busy playing store champs. Um, congrats to Jacob for taking out the most store champs in all of Australia. I'm pretty sure he got you. the the only trifecta in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congrats. I had a few opportunities, but yeah. But then, but then there's uh, Blake who only had two store champs and crushed both store champs as well. I had a, I had a good closing ratio. Yeah, it was good. We got lucky. <laughs> one, one, 100% sounds pretty good. <laughs> uh, it, it was good. I, I had uh, good teammates telling me what decks to play. Uh, I thought I was uh, pretty safe on two, and then Jacob obviously stole the very last just one. Just right at the end of the there. season. Yeah. It's, it's like our very own state of origin. It's... Uh, State of, state of destiny. Uh, we should totally do that. Uh, it, you know what? I was actually That's thinking about idea. that today. Like, if Wait. we were to... Yeah, no, if we were to start, like, a, a an Australian, like, national progressive tournament or something like that and call it State of Destiny and just have, like, state <laughs> versus state. Yeah, that's a fantastic idea. Yeah. That seems sweet. Yeah. Anyway, we're talking about store champs now. Um, mm. We also... Um, if uh, if people don't know yet, we've actually added two uh, members to the Destiny Down Under team. Uh, the first one being Will from Sydney, uh, who also runs the uh, Des Friends uh, community group out at Bondi Junction. Uh, you may have also heard uh, Will on our new weekly podcast, uh, Ambush, that uh, Will and I do. Uh, we try and do on a weekly basis. Um, so he's also joined the team. Uh, and he also got his store champ win, uh, and he got a top cut there at one of the store champs. Um, and we got another member, but we'll talk about him towards the end of the podcast. Uh, but just to give you some uh, context around who this random person is, uh, and unfortunately, I didn't get any uh, wins under my belt because Jacob and Will took them all. But um, I managed to get a couple of top cut finishes there. So all in all, we had a pretty uh, pretty good uh, finish for the whole team. Yeah, I yeah. think it was a very productive store championship season. Um, I must say, I think it did go on a little bit long for me at least. I don't know if you're feeling a little bit of burnout after that, Clint. I know a couple <laughs> of other people had a rest from Destiny Nights and Night just because of that. But, so no, all in all, it was a very fun. Yeah, I have. Of... I have to admit, on Sunday, I wasn't like really a hundred percent into it. <laughs> in, our, in our last one, 
and I think yeah. it really, uh, really um, showed because I didn't really play that well. I just just wasn't that into it because I was just a bit tired, <laughs> a bit burnt out from it. I think so. But yeah, it can you know, be a grind when you play yeah. something for like a whole season. Like I remember, I mean, we didn't really get a whole season this year, but last year we had four, and it felt like a season of store champs. And by the end, everyone was like, oh, "I'm kind of glad that's over." You know, like it was it was cool to have it, but you definitely get burnt out, right? Because it's not just that day; it's like the weeks leading up to that tournament. Like you're testing, you're talking, it's on your mind, and so it kind of consumes a lot of your time, not just that one day when you play the tournament. Yeah, that's so true. Or you just do what I do and become the Swerve King, like <laughs> literally three hours before each tournament. That's the best. Yeah. yeah. I bet like the night the night before each tournament, Clint just has this roulette wheel of all these different decks. <laughs> I had to... spins it every time. We, 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 we did it on Saturday night and we were all up to like two o'clock, like playing R2P2 into um, Snoke Afro Battle Droid. And I was like, okay, this is fine. This is, this is fine. Because we called the meta as a lot of aggro for Sunday. And then I got there on Sunday and it was all three wide. <laughs> and I was like, I can't play R2P. <laughs> and I literally nice. swerved one minute before we started playing. And that still didn't work out too well. <laughs> for me. So I swerved so it- before both of my store champs um, the night before. Uh, we'd meet up with Aaron, or the Friday night before, and then they were both on a Sunday. We'd meet up with Aaron, go and test. Aaron's a buddy of mine who we'll mention later because he's also on the team, so welcome, Aaron, but we'll do an official welcome letter. Um, we'd play a bunch of games, have no idea, stand outside the store for half an hour at like 10.30, and then Aaron would be like, why don't we play this deck? <laughs> go home, build the deck, talk about it all Saturday, play it Sunday with pretty decent results. Hmm. Granted, they were old decks that like I'd already played. You know, like I won one with Obi Maz, which I've played a lot, and then hmm. the second time was R two P two, which also Des had an input in that. Um, who's our local? Everyone knows about Des now. Um, so I just played what they told me. Um, but they were old decks that I had reps with, and it was real good. But you just swerved the night before. Um, if you I had a sw- like- swerve clean and stayed on R two P two, you would have got there. But you swerved the morning of again. It's <laughs> too many swerves. I, I feel like Dez is a man after my own heart. Like that's I I know you're not a fan of Rex, but man, <laughs> I was having a lot of fun playing that Rex Yoda deck. Look, I don't want to have a podcast about this, but <laughs> for Desmond, anyway, Rex is tier two. Moving on. Okay, let's move on. We've got a lot to talk about. So, um, and other exciting news. Uh, everyone in Australia has obviously heard that Australian Nationals has been announced. Yes. And it's been held in Sydney this year on the Yo. 10th and 11th of November. And I hope, I know, Blake, you've booked your tickets. Uh, booked. I'm actually coming across with a whole fam, staying for a week. Thank you to Tiger. Um, the, the cheapest, <laughs> crappiest planes in the air. Uh, but their flights are so cheap that we just took advantage of it. Yeah. I know my wife and I went to went to Perth once a couple of years ago and I think we both got there and back for like $250 return for both of us wow I mean I spent so a grand cheap. right it was 250 return each so it was a thousand dollars and yeah. we're all going there for a week yeah. which is just insane 
Yeah, that's going to be so exciting having you here, Blake. I'm really looking forward it's to something else. It's going to be great. So yeah. I plan, well, hopefully you don't change your mind. I'm staying uh, <laughs> with with the squad Friday night. We're meeting up for some Friday night testing. You're right? Everyone's in, yeah? Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you, you, you can see some kind of madness or some kind of content or vlog come out on that Friday night before Nats. <laughs> Expect that. It's probably the next time you'll hear from us. <laughs> So yeah, so but yeah, really excited for Nats. Um, it's like, yeah, Destiny tournaments are great. Big Destiny tournaments are so, so sick. Everyone's having yeah. a good time. Everyone's still playing well and like trying, um, but it's like the buzz and the, and the, the atmosphere is really, really good. It's not mm. just like, you know, cutthroat, yeah. crappy, toxic I, people. I'm, I'm super looking forward to it. It'll be my first like tournament at this this level like the highest i've ever played in any sort of competitive game is like a regionals event and that's in destiny uh you know and you know i'll be i'll be looking to to be grinding it out and uh at least showing a respectable result towards the end of it that's that's my goal for it i'm sure that's uh, the whole team's goal as well um and like any team whoever you know a win for one person is a win for the whole team yeah for sure yeah um, i'm just so excited for Nats yeah. as well this is the the redemption <laughs> fyi i don't know if we talked about this before for anyone listening uh jacob should have made the top cut of the nads last year but they had the wrong uh top cut amount and come ninth on sos um and that's yeah. super rough. Uh, I come eighth on SOS, so Jacob's probably better. Um, <laughs> but I, I got to play against Will, and he carried me all the way through. So shout out to you, Will, again, um, and unlucky to Jacob. So this time, Jacob is, is coming coming hard for it. Yeah, I yep. think my goal is just to make the top cut. I just want to get into the best of three matches. Yeah, yeah. And I think, sure. I, think, I think as a team, that is our goal, to make the top cut and then just bow out to each other because we'll just probably end up playing each other in the top cut. That seems fine. Actually, if there's, if there's five of us, it'll be in the top 16, two of us will get knocked out that's at, at okay. a minimum. That's yeah. okay. It's just that's about fine. like doing it together, you know. That's, it's so much better and so much more rewarding than just mm. doing it by yourself. But when you do yeah. it together... Um, and then either like you all succeed together or you just all crash and burn and yeah we'll go find a new game to start and I hope this like <laughs> sort of a, I hope this inspires like other metas around Australia to you know even not formalize a team but make sure you've got a proper play group that you're all going to travel together you're going to come up and stay together and that that really does give you the best chance at, at performing really well at a high level event like that it's yeah. just nice to have that backup, you know, like last year I had, uh, I went there by myself. I met up with like the Brisbane guys and they were all real, real sweet for the weekend. Um, but I had like everyone from Perth, just like in between rounds, just so invested, you know, Yeah. what's going on? Hey, how you doing? Did you win? Did you lose? You know, and it's just nice to have that whole kind of team vibe. And it will be the same for us this year where like you go and catch up with all your buddies in between rounds, see how everyone's going, make sure everyone's having a good time, make sure everything's all good. Let people tell you about their bad beach stories because um, they roll trash or whatever. But just be there for them what? so they can get it off their chest, go into the next round, and uh, and then you know 
share the success um, and also the bad beats with, with your buddies. We're going to have uh, Bobby Sapphire on uh, speed dial to uh, <laughs> to pep talk us in between each round. Yeah. All right, let's do that. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and re-listen to that pep talk again. <laughs> we'll just have it on our, on our Spotify. Yeah. So anyone going to Nats, go into our last episode, listen to the Bobby Sapphire pep talk special, um, and that will get you pumped up. But I have a question is, tell us about Nats. Where is it? When is it? What is it? What All right. If you... If you don't have all the information, the, um, Milo from Good Games Bondo Junction has set up a Facebook event page. We'll uh, pop the link in the show notes. But uh, just to give you some quick details on it, uh, again, it's on November the 10th and 11th. So that's a Saturday and Sunday. Um, it's been held at the East League's uh, Bondi Junction for the Saturday, and the top cut will take place at good games bondi junction store which is just around the corner uh and milo's basically done a big write-up saying everything that's happening there's going to be cosplay there's going to be there's a restaurant there there's going to be side events there's going to be uh i i don't know i'm not too sure on the price support but i'm 99 to 100 percent sure that there's going to be extra price support there um so it's uh saturday 10th of november 10 a.m. registration for an 11 a.m. start at Swiss, $50 entry, and all players will go home with prizes, prizes whether you're first or last. And you can purchase those tickets online now. Sick. So everybody come. Even if you're not there to compete, come there because you, you will not have a better weekend playing cards. It will just be side events. There'll be a sick atmosphere. Everyone will be having a laugh. You know, there will just be something for everybody. You don't have to be super competitive to come and have a good time. Yeah, I think I think we, we, we really need to emphasize, like, yes, it is an expense to come. Um, and if you have the finances to do it and are able to take the time off work and come, like, just do it. Like, the, the game's at a really important stage of its life where um, we as a community and as players have to keep this game alive. Yeah. And by as many people as coming to a big event like this, is just going to help grow that community and keep it going for so much longer. Yeah, I think that's been a bit of a talking point in the Destiny community at the moment as well, actually, is just kind of rallying together as a community, doing what you can to help this game thrive and however way you can do that. Yeah, um, I think uh, the Jedi Trials have talked about it in their podcast they're releasing this week. Uh, Bobby Sapphire did an article on community building uh, this week and how FFG's lack of prize support really uh, pushes communities to drive this game as they have with other games in the past. Like, uh, I think the Decipher Star Wars LCG, uh, A Game of Thrones by FFG, uh, and a couple of other ones I can't remember being mentioned. But these, uh, like the Star Wars Decipher game has been dead since what 2004 and they still hold yearly events for it wow that's insane yeah that's so good yeah that's like insane. 14 years later there's people that are that dedicated to it and a community run event that just keeps running this game because they just love this game it makes all the difference right having a community and like if you don't have a community right now just start showing up to your store that takes a couple of people just start showing up but consistently every week just make sure you're there 
people start to rock up. People start to just hang around and have a chat to you about the game. Um, we've got, I just want to touch on this because we've got a really, really good community um, and we've got some really, really good community leaders that are putting in a lot of effort. Um, so we were facing a little bit of a lull period between events um, and then a few of us all got together and kind of talked it out. Um, a couple of guys put in the concept of the reins and made it happen. Um, Des and, and Dan from Dan Works at the Good Games Cannington. Um, so we run our own series, our own tournament series called the Darksaber Trials, um, where we've had our two, two now, um, and it's just a community run. We all we put in prizes. Um, Destiny Dan and I have sponsored it twice. Um, that, that, you know, uh, Perth Jowers, um, which I want to shout out to later on, but Perth Jowers are, are really a great asset to our community where they, they set up streams, they put a lot of time and effort into, uh, you know, promoting things, um, they set up the streams, and we all just chip in and put up some really sweet prizes. The first one, I brought the World's Hondo back. Um, this one, I put up a, well, DDU put up a Gen Con Afra, plus we had play mats and, you know, rares and tokens and boosters, and uh, Perth Jawa's got a trophy, so we have a trophy now with, with a, dedicated section for plaques so the last two winners have their name on the trophy and it's become like prestigious like in perth the the dark saber trials is like if you win that that's like as good as winning a store champs it's you know you know that you've battled um and it's a really really good day uh with a lot of effort um we had a guy uh, aaron lake so shout out to aaron lake if you listen he works for coca-cola um he supplied us with an esky full of drinks so there was like Coke and Parade and whatever for people to drink throughout the day. Just insane. And like our community is so strong. I don't see it going anywhere. Like I don't have any worry about our community kind of shrinking and disappearing because we all put in the effort, um, some way more than others. Um, and that's not unnoticed. So just, just build a community. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Just rock up to your store at the same time every week and people will come. Yeah, that's such uh, an important point. It's like, I can't believe the, the success of the Darksaber Trials as well. It sounds so fun. I just want to fly over there and participate myself. <laughs> yeah, we'll host you, for sure. <laughs> and there's, um, and just just continuing on from that, like, um, we've, I've noticed overseas a lot of the smaller communities um, to encourage growth of the game as well have started doing progressive leagues Mm. And it's something um, that I've mentioned to Will. Um, Will is probably the biggest community leader in Sydney. Uh, he organises a lot of events uh, and it really encourages people to um, join into the game, have fun, helps them out. He's really giving of his time and helping grow the community. And I suggested this to him. Um, if you haven't heard of what the Progressive League is, it's basically done to help get newer players on board that don't have all the cards. Yeah. Um, and you usually do it at the start of a set. And you start it off, you start with either like a, a Rivals kit or a Boba Fett or Luke Skywalker starter kit uh, and six booster packs from that set. And then you just build a deck from that like you would just in a normal sealed tournament. And then every time uh, a scheduled event is on for that particular progressive league, you can you have the option of buying three booster packs and adding that to your deck and then restructuring your deck so 
it really helps newer players learn the game uh, as well as feel like that they're on a level playing field with yeah. other players because, you know, they don't have Snokes or Yodas. They just have whatever the same the access to the same cards that everyone else does. Yeah, that's important as well, right, is making it easy for the newer players to get in and have some fun and not just get, you know, not just get stomped over and over, making it good. Um, yeah, definitely. Again, just to quickly, I just want to shout out to, you know, speaking about that, and then the Perth Jowers, I just want to shout out to them. Um, if you guys are all bored, just after Nats, check out their page, but there is a big, big event going down in Perth, hosted by the Perth Jowers, who we are good buddies with. There's day one X-wing, day two Destiny, um, and that, and they're all about that. It's it's at a bowls club. There is a bar, and it's like we we're gonna do a champion play mat. They're like, no, no, no. We just want like player of the day. We don't want a champ. We just want everyone to come and have a real good time. So newer players can come and still have a good time, and everyone to just drink beer and have a laugh and play games. So Perth Jowers, check out their page. Everyone come over to Perth after Nats, or just skip Nats and come to Perth <laughs> for the Jawa Open. Uh, it sounds so good. All right, move, uh, that's an, I'm, I'm enough said. I've done all my talking. Yeah, so I, ha- I have to admit, yeah. just just to touch on that, like one thing I want to do in Sydney, we have a really good brewery uh, that has open space and big open tables that we need to organise something like that one day for the Sydney community. Um, I believe Magic players go there sometimes and organise tournaments. So I think they're set up for, uh, for, ga- for, for gamers to come in. And Is that the Grifter? No, it's the Wayward. Oh, nice. And Camper Down. That's yeah. the kind of stuff you need, right? So yeah. you can build a community. You don't, and, and that's the point, is you don't have to rely on FFG. Mm. You can do it if, if, you know, and you don't even have to, like, it, it's just for the love of the community. Like, when you have a community that you can rock up to and, like, all of your, your mates are there, you just rock up, you play games, everyone has a laugh, everyone gets along, like, there is no rivalry, there's no, no bitterness, everyone just gets along in a really good community. There's nothing better, you know, like it's, it's such a good thing to have. So just get out there and start building it. If you don't have it, don't wait for FFG because it's probably not coming. Yeah, be a leader yourself. If there yeah. aren't anyone like around in your area doing that kind of thing yet, just yeah. take it on yourself and see if you can help drive it. If you really love this game, then it's important to put in the time. And you know what? Just on that, if you're going to do it, Hit us up. Hit us up on the Facebook page or Messenger or any one of us. You know who we are. We'll put some prizes towards your community. We'll, we'll donate something to get you started. 100%. We will happily help build this community. And on that, we now can sit way into a tournament that we are putting on. Um, so, everybody, uh, we are setting up an online tournament for... Uh, the whole Australasian area. Come on, Clint, uh, get excited. Oh, yes, yeah, let's get excited. <laughs> get it's some like, pipes. It's like a monotone voice. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like midnight. I want to go to sleep. Blake, you uh, take over. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, my computer says midnight. Your computer <laughs> says midnight. It says 12, 14. All right. Come on, guys. Destiny Down Under are hosting a pre-Nats TTS tournament with prizes galore. Everybody get excited. All right. We want to do this so we can scope the meta and know exactly what people are playing. No, not really. We want to do this because we want to build a community, right? We want a nice warm up for Nats. Everyone's going to get to know everyone beforehand. You know, you play games against people that you don't meet normally, that you've never met. 
you meet them at Nats, hey, you know, we played this game, hey, you're in that league, you're in that tournament, whatever it is. It's going to be a full day of Destiny. Uh, we're going to have five rounds, six rounds, whatever it is, depending on the amount of players. We're going to have a top cut. Um, we're going to have boxes. There's going to be a box for first. We're going to have at least half a box for second. Um, and then a quarter for a box for third and fourth. So there's going to be plenty of prizes. Um, we're going to have a special soon-to-be-announced promo cards, um, which are going to be dope. Off the Richter, you'll never expect something so cool. Um, it might need some parental guidance or whatever because there could be some rude pictures of Cad Bane. But we'll get to that. Ooh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right, it's going to be great. It's going to be... An Australian TTS tournament. You can sit, you can play at home in your undies with your beer, with whatever you're doing, and you're gonna you're gonna meet and talk and interact with people. That three weeks later, you're gonna meet them face to face. All right, so it's a good way to kind of just start interacting and engaging and building relationships with people that we're all then gonna meet at Nats um, and hopefully beat up at Nats or whatever. So check the page. That will be live. By tomorrow, uh, or by the the time this goes live, the podcast goes live, the TTS tournament sign-up page will be live. Hit us up for any questions, um, but make sure everyone gets involved, tell your friends about it, and we will be giving away some really cool stuff. Um, And we have some other things to talk about when we move further down our uh, episode eight notes. So, anyone else got anything to say? Yeah, so just, just regarding the logistics on that, 21st of October. It's a Sunday. I believe we are starting at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're in Sydney, if you're in Brisbane, if you're in Melbourne, I don't know how that works with daylight savings. I'm from New Zealand. So I don't know what the dairy cows do up in Queensland. So it's it's 10 a.m. Sydney time, uh, which is what, 8 a.m. for you guys in Perth. I think it's... Wait, is that daylight savings time? Is you daylight savings in October? Yeah, it will be daylight savings then. Yeah, so what does that mean that the cows get an extra sleep in up in Queensland, or does that mean they're on the same time as us? We don't have it in Perth because yeah, yeah, New South Wales is like one of the only ones. I think I think Victoria has daylight savings as well. All right, so it's starting at ten (laughs) o'clock Eastern Standard (laughs) Eastern Daylight Times. If we have enough people saying that's a problem, we will change that time um, to ten o'clock Perth time. Uh, but I need a lot of people. We'll get a vote going on. We we really we really do want a lot of people. We're gonna have um we're gonna have it streamed. We're gonna have um a couple of us commentating on on some of the top games um on the live stream as well. So if you don't wanna play or you don't have the time to play and you just wanna jump in and out of the stream to see what's going on, you can uh watch the stream live with some uh mediocre commentary or <laughs> however you want to view it <laughs> but it will be a barrel of laughs no doubt and there'll be a designated hangout room in the discord just to chat in between rounds waiting for your next pairing that's where pairings will go up we'll all be present there just you know joining in on the conversation having a laugh all right so there's going to be somewhere to hang there's going to be a stream there's going to be prizes there's going to be heaps of people it's going to be yeah. great Yep. Yeah, and I think it's not only important as a, a warm-up before Nats, but to try and kind of kickstart the Oceanic TTS League again. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone around this area, I think playing online is just so accessible, so easy, and we just need to start joining together online a bit more. Yeah, 
Because you can only literally play people from Australia. Otherwise, the ping is insane. Yeah. yeah. So if everybody in Australia starts playing, it's all good. Yeah. And if, if you're having trouble, like if you don't have Tabletop Simulator, which is the program that, um, that we use to play the game on, it's available on Mac, it's available on Windows. Uh, the Hyperloops have got a great tutorial on how to set it up, all the controls. We'll uh, post that after uh, we've released this podcast. So you can start getting used to it. Maybe uh, if you need some help, uh, just ping one of us and one of us will be more than happy to jump on TTS if we're available and help walk you through it. Yeah, Sick. for sure. As well. Sick. So October 21st, 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, guaranteed box for first, another box split between the second, third and fourth. Promos to be handed out. It's only $10 entry and all fees will go towards prize support. The more participants, the bigger the prizes and the more rounds and the more fierce so to the victor goes the spoils yeah oh, and i guess i guess the more important thing is to let everyone know what it's called it is called uh the smugglers run destiny down Sick. under star wars tournament so we will be running this uh, this will be our inaugural one uh if we get a lot of participants which we we really hope everyone joins up we will make this a bi-monthly thing uh, or if everyone's really that into it and can make the time for it, we'll we'll try and do it more often. Or maybe we'll just we'll just see how we go. Yeah. But we but will. We're keen. Uh, yeah. You're right. We're keen to invest into the community and put the time in to make make it happen and make something that could be really really great. Um, by the time you're listening to this, we will have the sign up page live. All right. So let's we've got about 15 minutes left of the podcast so let's move on to some actual star wars destiny talk um <laughs> and the news we... report today is brought to you by <laughs> talking news. the empire <laughs> support your empire nice. um so obviously meta. let's we've talk had, meta. Yeah, yeah let's talk about meta or should we just talk <clears throat> about snoke mm, yeah. snoke is the meta okay so it's no surprise or it's no no one is surprised that Snoke is just dominating everything he's the boogeyman of the set at the moment um, he Euronats is currently in progress and he has won four out of six of the European Nationals uh, he won the UK Nationals he won the American Nationals <laughs> which was a mirror match. It was a mirror match at the Italian Nationals. Snoke is the meta at the moment. Yes. But don't need to complain. It's very diverse. You can play Snoke with five or six different pairings. The meta so diverse. <laughs> Just play Snoke. And, and no, seriously, I think Snoke after Battle Droid is actually the deck to beat. That's that's the top contender. That's That's been... Uh, that in two mirror matches in the finals of Nats, which is huge. Um, it's very, if you haven't played against it yet, you can get some games in it. It's, it's insanely strong. Um, and it's a deck where the good players uh, are getting good results because the lines of play can be very, very deep. Um, so I think Snoke is the meta. Um, I think specifically if you're testing against Snoke, you have to be able to, you have to have game versus Snoke Afra. And then all the other Snoke. Like just, you can just play Snoke whatever you want, and the deck's probably tier, tier two at worst. Like, just Snoke whatever. 
Yeah, plus he's a whole ton of fun to play with. Yeah. It is, it is so fun playing Snoke. <laughs> I, I can't deny it. <laughs> so, <laughs> on our meta list, we've got Snoke Afra, Snoke Kylo, Snoke Thrawn. There's a bunch of other Snokes, you know, there's this crotch rocket deck and all this other stuff. And then we've got Talzin Commandos and Yoda Milk. The thing is, they were out early and then Snoke come out. Um, Talzin Commandos, I guess, is still kicking around and Yoda Milk still kicking around. But the meta is all Snoke. Do we think that's okay? Are we all okay with that? I am. Um, like, like I said, I love playing Snoke, but I just kind of wish that not everyone else would play it. Just let it be me. <laughs> yeah. And, and then I'll be having a lot of fun. <laughs> Snoke is, is definitely above the curb. Um, no one is denying that. Um, I think whereas my stance on it about four weeks ago was well if you nerf snoke you've got to nerf yoda i now have the opinion that i think you just need to nerf snoke <laughs> well, you think you'd have to oh, nerf an untouched yoda yeah uh, i don't want I, to I, nerf snoke i think i think you should do both of them if you're going to do one i think you should just unnerf everything no nerfs, mm. just unnerfs everything oh yeah. I that 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 is the opinion I'm of. I think we should be unnerfing Ayla. I think we should be unnerfing Phasma. Um, that's look, that's spicy. If everyone knows that I have a very strong opinion that the Ayla nerf was very knee jerk, and I didn't think it needed to happen, and then they went and bring out a character like Snoke. <laughs> so villain's time to shine. But where would we be if Phasma wasn't nerfed, Ayla wasn't nerfed, and Snoke was released? Mm, I don't know, Snoke Carlo. Just getting everybody. There'd probably be some sick Snoke Phasma something else. There. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be even more busted. You know what they need? You know what they need to fix this Snoke problem? They, they need FN. You know, they need to just get rid of this silly overwrite rule. Bring FN back down in his... You know what? Keep him at 15. Just get rid of this override rule. That will sort Snoke out. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Long live FN. That but even the most busted card ever. But even if you had Ayla and you could still do the Ayla Rose uh, vehicles deck... Mm, that could be good. That puts a lot of pressure on Snoke and kind of keeps him in check a little bit. I kind of thought that was why they nerfed it. They know well, so then that couldn't be a deck. Well, I think they made a big mistake doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I I think by nerfing Ayla, they actually busted the meta. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk but, about it, right? Let's um, but, you know, we all think Snoke's really good, and mm -hmm. I think he's going to get balanced. Hopefully, not before Nats. If it's going to be before Nats, FFG, hurry up and do it. Don't do it two weeks before. Do it now, or or forever hold you your tongue or whatever that saying is anyway yeah but let's talk I, about it what's yeah. snoke doing how do we how do we attempt to counter it see like we're, we've been playing a bit every deck we've been playing lately now i i'm not a vehicles player i've always kind of had a dislike for that style of deck the three decks i have built right now in real life is snoke afro battle droid uh snoke towers and trooper with vehicles and i built uh hera maz anakin just for some lols um, so now I'm apparently a vehicles player because that's where the meta is. 
Um, but from my findings in playing Snoke, one thing that I could be constantly wanting is more mitigation. And I think we went into a period where we all started cutting mitigation for threats. And that maybe that's just a new meta thing. Maybe it's what we always do. You cut down on your mitigation. Everyone was playing mill. So removal got crap because it's just card for a card. So you, you're behind. Snoke started doing really strong. But they don't have that many snokeable dice, right? So if we're playing things like Entangle or Easy Pickings, if we're going back to that hero yellow mitigation package, throwing in some shields so you can't just die to a big hit, maybe we have, you know, a start to a solution. Um, but what I'm finding is the mitigation is not great in the format right now. People aren't playing really, in, you know, strong removal like they used to. Well, I think that's something that we should be exploiting then. Yeah. Do we you guys agree? Playing, is yeah, that, yeah, for sure. That's something from my testing is, yeah. But is, is, are you seeing the same kind of patterns? Uh, well, speaking from playing like Snoke Afra for maybe the last four or five weeks, I think like one way to combat against Snoke would be to remove the, the character dice. So then yeah. he just can't Snoke anything. Mm. That's what I would be aiming to do yeah. each round. I know if someone does that to me, um, if yeah. they remove my Aphrodite, I get really pissed off. <laughs> like that's that's how you can like set me back. Don't make sure. Hulk that's, angry. That's what you should be aiming to do against that deck. You should be aiming to remove the Aphrodite so yeah. they can't Snoke resources. Yeah. With Snoke um, Aphra is the deck to beat, right? So yeah. specifically that deck. If you could specifically remove that deck, those dice, and yeah. take a few shields each turn to help against some of the ping damage. You've got to be in a good spot, right? Yeah, I think so. The, the, the issue there is that, okay, fine. You remove the die that Snoke can Snoke. But then in Aphra, you have the triple zero and the BT1, and then late game client. Like, the issue mm. that you then have is, yes, you can take a few shields, but if you're playing too wide... You're, you're you're a goner by round four because mm. all it takes it's is a bad draw or you miss one round on a vital roll and you're you're a goner you're not winning that game and yeah. but it just reaches reaches critical mass by about late round three early round four where sometimes all they have to do is activate a bt or activate a climate disruption array, array and that's it yeah. it's game over for you yeah, but I think you have to just consider that it does take them three or four rounds to get set up, and you have to do whatever you can to slow them down and getting set up like that. Mm. That's where it becomes really important to remove those dice that he's looking they're, they're looking to Snoke and you know get a ton of resources or help them get set up for the round. Mm. The issue with Afra is that the discounts just make those droids one, mm. so it's really easy mm. to get them out. Yeah, that's I, that's when I think you could sorry that's when I think you could be maybe playing cards such as vandalize again or any other way to get rid of those droids. Yeah, that's another thing as an Afro player. If you get rid of my droids, I'm yeah. not having a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's zero that, makes a massive difference. To that's very easy true. It is for you to win Especially like it's Afro. unique. I'm gonna I'm gonna discard the other one. I'm not gonna keep it. And then if you all of a sudden somehow manage to remove my other droid then that's yeah. like really bad and there are there are plenty of tools to do that at the moment you've got vandalize you've got flames of the past there's even a couple of red and yellow events from the awakenings 
set um, that easily remove. What is that? Uh, it's like surgical so, strike or something. Yeah, surgical, surgical strike. strike. Yeah. So I don't even know what it does, but I know. So, it okay. So is it vehicles or supports? It's. Well, let me have a quick look. I have a feeling it might be just supports. Um, Workland does that. Yeah, I think it's a good start to taking on the snake decks. Check your mitigation package. Is it strong enough? Is it good? Like I've been testing snake decks myself. And I'm finding the mitigation package is not great. So when you come up against the mirrors, um, if they set up better and roll better, it actually makes it really hard to win. Um, so check your mitigation. I think it's a good time to, to bust out your easy pickings and your entangles. And who knows, maybe that's why that Yoda Hondo guy won. He had good mitigation in his deck. And yeah. he won nationals. So Surgical Strike, Awakening's card, number 112, event, cost one, red hero. Remove any number of your red dice showing range damage, increasing each of their values by one to discard a support from play that costs equal to or less than the combined value of those dice. Maybe that's the answer. Like, that's a that's pretty solid. Like, all you need to be showing is a one on one of your die, red die, mm -hmm. and you can remove a triple zero or a BT1. So you can play that. And you can play Vandalize, and you yep. can play Pickings, and you can play Entangle. You know what would be great, I think, is Thin Cassian. Oh, yeah, great. Let's <laughs> let's rub that one in my face. <laughs> oh, sorry, Clint. I had to. But it makes sense. Like, red-yellow, maybe it's sense. finally good red-yellow yeah. heroes. I don't know. Yeah. I was just looking at that red dice showing range damage. That's very specific. I mean, like, Thin Cassian, outside of that, I don't know what other deck. I'm, I'm pretty sure if you get a Poe and a little baby blaster on him, you're yeah. not going to have trouble hitting that. Yeah, fair. Maybe Rex as well. Yeah. All right, so you start Rex packing OP. some hate. We're at that mm. point, right, where we're going to be packing some hate for supports. Yeah, dig through those awakening spiders. <laughs> the 112 surgical strike. Make sure um, you have proxied on the back of them. There's actually, there's actually another yellow card in the awakening cycle called, I think it's Sabotage. Whoa. Yeah, that and one you discard cards from hand, isn't it? Yes, it costs one, and discard cards from your hand equal to the cost of a support in play to discard that support. So three to get rid of a triple yeah, zero. Yeah, would you discard cards? three and pay one to get rid of a Whoa. triple zero or a BT? Why would it? Um, well, if you had Ezra, Ezra two on your team, it mm, might draw a card. might not be terrible. Can we just main deck right. bubble shields? Are we at the point where even if you're not playing Afri, you main deck bubble shields now? Right, what if you're playing Docking Bay on a guard? Do you, you know that package, which I still love that package, I always have. Do you, can you play a bubble shield in there now? Mm, if you're not expecting to face Afra, what, what are the decks outside of Afra? I don't know, but do if Afra's the best one, yeah. you need to be able to beat it. I mean, I do know. you not just play like something like Duggan then? Just to Probably. like, does Duggan not just do the um, same I guess thing? The docking bay, the docking bay synergy. Yeah, you can recur sick. it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll test it. I'll report back to everyone. Mm. I'll let you know. Okay. Is it going in the surgical strike deck as well? <laughs> I don't have any I fins. Red. Clint, can you send me some fins? I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I I, I I tore mine up after the weekend. <laughs> I traded um, the snow. 
so uh wait quickly how else how else can we kind of disrupt snoke because we were so, talking about that before and another really good card which should which i think should see some play is one called rebel assault um oh, yeah. again it's very specific where you've got to be showing um ranged but it costs zero and you remove a non-damage die so if snoke's wanting to snoke that afro resource side remove for free uh, what's the condition uh you just have to be showing range damage yep i like that I like removal it. for zero is amazing it's mm. always good is range good runner uh, range so good enough so maybe it's maybe it's time for like red hero to Um, uh, make a bit of a before Nats. Well, I don't know, but but there's some yeah. but there's some good counters to supports. Yeah, and, yeah, there are. And and Snoke just and that if like I just don't think there's strong enough red characters. Well, the challenge it's, is not diluting your game plan so much. We mm, have all these yeah. answers, and you like answer this, answer this, answer this, and it's like turn five, and you can't even close the game. Yeah, but like they're still going to get you. Yeah, but there's, I think there's enough decks running supports like it binds all things or stuff like that that, you know, it is applicable across the board. Yeah, that might not weaken your game plan. Like it might not be the strongest in yeah. that matchup, but it's still playable. Oh, so are we there at the point though where we're now adding hate for these Snoke support decks, whether it be Afra or Sebulba or you know Talzin Sienna is getting a bit of chatter lately um, I've been working on a Talzin Snoke deck as well are we at that point now where we have to main deck some hate for supports I I think yes Jacob uh, are you thinking Vandalize anything whatever your deck can you know can play yeah. the easiest so, or cater to yeah I guess the reason why I mentioned Vandalize specific is I'm trying to think I wouldn't do it only to counter those decks i'd want the answer to be more applicable like across the board mm. so vandalize you know you can yeah. get rid of four speeds or whatever yeah like yeah so vandalize it's time for vandalize it's yeah i'd, I'd consider playing vandalize i think tangle. it's pretty good oh man but it's time for obi mass yeah but i think it's important to be able to balance it like what you were saying before is very very like true you don't want to dilute your game strategy yeah. The, the key to disrupting your opponent is making sure that you're still advancing your game strategy yourself and yeah. you have to balance that you want to yeah. always be ahead in resources or you know stats on the board yeah. so don't sacrifice too much but if it's yeah. if it's worthwhile and puts you ahead then that's what you have to be doing that sounds sick I don't know like if you play Delver do you play Delver Jacob in your magic Delver? Dose? no yeah. oh, okay sounds like a Delver deck you know like you're just just enough right it's just all yeah. about tempo just enough disruption to gain tempo and just like yeah. stay ahead just enough like you don't need to get leaps and bounds ahead like these vehicle decks do all these you know these big mid-range decks do you just want to be advancing your game plan and have just enough disruption so you're always just ahead until the end of the game it's it's that easy right um yeah. but that's that's the plan so that's how the delver decks used to do it they used to you know cheap aggressive creatures so this is in magic you know i'm sure we have some crossover um and just enough disruption so you got some bounce spells you can't afford actual good mitigation so you have some bounce and you have some you know counter spells 
Yeah. So like it's the same now. You want to have you know that the right amount of aggression with just enough disruption. Yes. The problem is, does that work wholly and solely? Because if you can't close the game, then that just enough stuff. You know that that disruption that's not actual hard removal or hard mitigation or whatever. Um, where if you get into the mid game and you haven't done enough damage, that's not going to cut it. You know that one vandalize in the mid game is like a piece of junk. So this is this is when it's very important to have strong character dice because yeah. you're spending resources on disrupting your opponent. You're not slamming down really powerful upgrades or supports. Great, that's so, a, that's a great addition to that. Yeah, yeah. So like in very big character dice such as I'm thinking Obi right here. Oh, it's just, I mean, it's just Obi's Obi's. Right. I think Obi Maz can come back with the with the vandalizers in there as well. It can be added disruption if your opponents aren't playing great removal then Obi Maz is going to wreck their day. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's edit this from the cast. Um, <laughs> yes, 100%. Yeah, we're, so we're, we're all playing Obi, Ma Obi yeah. Maz at Nats. I mean, people probably expect it from us anyway. Yeah. From, from some of us anyway. Um, we're trash. So, quick recap. Snoke's real good. Play better mitigation. We are at a point where it is safe to play some actual hate for supports. Um... Anything else? Do we do we have to play three wide at the moment? Uh, no. But you have to have some tankiness about your two wide. Yeah. Deck. So yeah. So if you're going two wide, you really need to be playing bubble shield. Um, well, just something. So you have to have some shields or something, some tankiness. Obi's got shields. Uh, R2P2. You know, I think that still has some sort of game. Uh, Kylo. The Kylo decks have rise again. Uh, and illusions and ancient sabers you have to have some kind of tankiness yeah i think you yeah. want like at least an effective health of 30 or so as yeah. a two character deck i Makes think sense. i think we need to start packing cautions in again over well cautions and pacifiers if you're going the blue hero route as well yeah. cautions just value again yeah even if you have to give up a character die with showing damage like if it gets you through to another round um, all right that's if if my character die had like a three shield side on it, I'd be so excited. Uh, I'm just, do that. just snoke it. <laughs> just, just snoke a one, one, one Villains shield side snoke. for three. Heroes have caution. <laughs> or as if Afra has a two shield side that doesn't cost a dollar. It's so good. It's so insane that I side. Love that. Um, but let, let's move on. Let's yep. go. So we've done. Right. Are we working our way through our episode eight? Yep. Episode? We are we, we are at the tail end now. So we are. Uh, it's time for shout-outs. <laughs> Anonymous Unicorn? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it's doing that. It's a Google thing. All right, anyway, moving on. That was one of you is an Anonymous <laughs> Penguin, and the other one of you is an Anonymous <laughs> Unicorn. It must have been Jacob. Jacob I'm unicorn. the Penguin, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was me. Anyway, um, can, can I just... <laughs> Guys, it pops up on the spreadsheet. It says Anonymous Unicorn or Penguin. We can edit this out, um, don't you, we? You can now oh, no, I think Jacob I'm going to add to it. The, uh, unicorn of Destiny Australia. Um Let's shout out to some people, right? So let's yes. shout out to the Great Australian Podcast, um, have their own website and Facebook page. They mentioned us. They obviously like us enough. Um, everyone get on to there. Have a look at them. Um, and anyone that's found us through them, we thank you very much. And we thank you, Great Australian Podcast page. Um, the two new additions to Destiny Down Under. We have Will Hope, who is known. Will Carriage, Will Hope. He's got two. I think he's a phony, but I don't know who he really is. 
Um, from Death Friends, he's on board and killing it with Ambush with Clint. And then we have Aaron Chapman from Perth, who is doing a lot of work behind the scenes and you will start to see what he's been doing. Um, Aaron is a software developer and a really, really keen Destiny player. He is um, our tech wizard. He is our tech wizard. He's joined the team um, and you will see his first bit of action uh, on the sign-up page for the TTS uh, Destiny Down Under Smugglers Run tournament. Um, if there's anything wrong with his page, um, we'll post his mobile number on Facebook so you can spam him um, at all hours of the night because you know we need 24-7 tech support. So thanks, Aaron. Um, and he is super keen on Destiny. So welcome aboard to those guys. Yeah, welcome, guys. Jacob, do you want to take us through our final Facebook... Uh achievement oh yeah this is a big one um it is you to... you're anonymous unicorn so <laughs> i am i am the unicorn <laughs> anyway moving on sorry i am the unicorn thank you to everyone who has uh subscribed and liked us so far we just made it over 200 the other day uh which we're super stoked about i don't know about you guys but this is probably the biggest achievement that i've ever had being part of this journey <laughs> but anyway we it's want to real go. good thanks to everyone <laughs> We want to say an extra special thank you to you guys. So we're going to be awarding away three free entries to the competition. Yep. Um, so we'll just pick these randomly. Uh, and then alongside that, we've got some sweet tokens and a set of those juicy old art plots. Oh, we didn't say plots before. Oh, spoiler. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. There's going to be some alert. plots. With some cool pictures. I just, I just read what's on the teleprompter, guys. <laughs> they will be spoiled by the end of the week. Uh, one of the three people um, that we randomly select will get a set of those. Um, I have two sets of resource tokens, Destiny Down Under resource tokens to give away. And we'll be giving away three entries, yeah, to our yeah. Smugglers sure. Run tournament. Yep. And if enough, pe enough people vote on the page, you can choose Jacob's deck again. <laughs> so yeah so the way the way we're going to run this is um after the podcast podcast has gone live we'll um just put up another post uh next to the podcast if you'd like to go in the draw to win free entry into the competition and for the tokens and for the set of alt arts uh just put your name down and we will randomly pick three people that's great thanks for everyone for supporting us and liking the page yep and every like that we get helps us uh support the community more uh helps us grow the community and we really can't do this without uh the support of our local communities uh and australia in general yeah it's definitely the motivation right it's i probably shouldn't forget new zealand as well all this is open oh, yeah. to new zealand as well yeah good on you and new hong zealand. kong and yeah. hong kong good on, uh, do hong kong listen to us uh, they've I got a so. super yeah. solid community, right? Yeah, Just yeah touching they on that. They've got their they own little like. They don't even community. have cards. That's just like completely community run. And I yeah. think it's very solid. That's they insane. Are, they are a hundred percent community run. All right, Hong Kong players, you're welcome to join the Destiny Down Under tournament. I, maybe we even see some Hong Kong guys at Nats. Shout out if you're coming. Let us know. Oh, well, I know yeah, they please went, let us know. They yeah, went to UK Nats and one of the Euro ones. What was that? Yeah, that's right. They did. They went. Yeah. All right. And I think they top 16 as well. Oh, they're yeah, they've beasts. got some solid players. All right. On so, second thoughts, don't, don't come to the Australian next. 
Please come. No, please no, come. please come. We welcome you. All right. Um, we, uh, we're at 55 minutes, no, so we're going to wrap great. it up. Over 45, um, under an hour. Yep, that's, that is the sweet spot. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed the podcast. We will be back. Uh, we'll probably do a podcast straight before the uh, tournament. Um, so okay. listen out for the next podcast after that. I think that's about four weeks away. Sweet. And yeah, so thanks for listening. Ambush on Thursday. Ambush on yeah. Thursday. I believe we're recording Thursday, so that should be fine. How long if not, it'll be. <laughs> it's definitely going to be 15, 20 minutes this time. Just joking. We love it. We love Ambush. <laughs> thanks everyone for listening to that too. If you haven't already, get on and follow Ambush on YouTube. You got your own separate thingy. No, we're just under the, the Destiny brand. All oh, right, well, yeah, just like just us and Destiny tell your brand. friends about us, um, yep. and then they can maybe get in our tournament for free and win a box for free. Definitely. All right. Thanks, everyone. It's been great. Okay, guys. See ya. Gotcha. And as Will would say, stay Destiny. <laughs>